0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI.
1: And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
2: Somebody won't tell me the world is gonna roll me the sharpest tool in the shed she was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead well the ears start coming and the outside coming welcome to the producer show here on running? WEI Ryan with the all-time intro song choice this morning well, I was feeling inspired it's and eighties.
3: I can feel my fingertips for the first time this hour that's great it's a beautiful thing isn't it it's
2: Freezing cold outside. Good morning to anyone commuting right now, uh, in their cars, driving around, going wherever you're going, because it is nine degrees below zero. Oh, no. Listen, we're from New England, all right? We know how to deal with this weather. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's never
3: this cold. It is not this cold. It is as bad as they said it was going to be. I don't know about you, man. Uh, Nick LaPan, good morning, Chime. Hello, Nick. I passed several people cycling. Like no rec- shot. Recreationally cycling. No, you did I not. Was I didn't see a car this morning. Lord,
2: I did. I saw more cyclists than There's cars. There's no I, way you saw a cyclist. Psych- I believe this is I'm, utter BS. I am going There's I'm going no way.
3: past the Charles River, and I'm looking at the guys going, like, first I'm like, oh, they're in my blind spot because the sun was hitting me. And yep, then as right I, I drove by them, like, I just had this moment of
2: like, wait a minute, what the hell are they doing? I... Anyone who is out biking this morning, first of all... are training for a marathon. You're far I, more dedicated than I am. I Second get, of all, you're cold. psychotic. I don't feel cold. It's it's the great Bill Burr. Oh, you're wearing
3: shorts in sub-degree weather. Oh, my legs don't cold. I'm like, that's interesting to mate Like, with. everybody is be, all of a sudden...
2: Get some help. Get, everybody is you. all of a sudden that prehistoric man who runs through, like, the Alps in nothing but shorts. Oh. Like, with bare feet. Like, what are we doing? Yes, I know. Our blood is a little thicker
3: based on where we are. I get it. But my... Goodness, it is awful. My heat did not kick on until I got here. Now I'm getting the feeling back in my extremities, which is pretty oh, nice.
2: Well, We're having uh, a great day. anybody out there, uh, make sure to take care of your pets today because the pets have it the hardest. It's so cold. No, don't they, leave them outside. Yeah, don't leave them outside. And if you're taking them outside, be quick about it. All right, let them do their business and get back inside because nobody wants... Nobody wants anything happening in this cold weather. But 617-779-7937, if you want to join us this morning on The Producer Show, uh, 37937, if you want to text in as well on this beautifully cold Saturday. Ryan, uh, prior to the show, uh, peek behind the curtain for everybody else. Of course. You were... Mm, what's the word here? Knee deep uh, in show prep, shine. Yep. Uh, the the word I would look for more is uh, like frustrated, disgusted, aggravated looking at the computer, disgusted. That doesn't
3: sound like me at all.
2: Yeah, all of those seem apropos for your feelings towards uh, the uh, Pro Bowl. You ever watch Beavis and
3: Butthead? Like
2: when when the, once or twice when yeah. those
3: guys are sitting there and they see something that's just awful and they just have this Ugh, face. <laughs> yeah. That was my involuntary face. As I get in here, and LePan goes, did you watch any of the All-Star stuff? I'm like, what All-Star stuff? In case you didn't know, there was a whole mess of stuff you wanted to watch if you didn't want to see the Celtics not show up against (laughs) the Phoenix Suns. I believe they were nine-and-a-half-point
2: favorites. Uh, Ten-point favorites. Ten-point favorites
3: for your Boston Celtics. But (laughs) maybe we'll get to them. I could not believe the buffet of options you had last night, if you wanted to watch something, and really, it was
2: definitely a four-course not,
3: buffet. Not hang out with loved ones, not you know read to your children, not play video games like you and I definitely did. Yep. Um, you had what? Let's see, what was I watching before the show today? So you had uh, speed skating, which I think is an Olympic event. Uh, the NHL had speed skating. They did. Uh, precision shooting, which that uh, was kind of cool is interesting. I guess it's cool if you can't do it. And I'm more disgusted by the pros that, that struggled with it. Like I sat through Nazim Kadri, and I'm thinking, wasn't he like a big, like, Oh, he's going to get so much money this off season. And he yes. can't even hit the four posts in a timely fashion. Not great, Ryan. And then I flip over. So, and again, I don't know who this is for. Like I, if the players like doing it, I think it's great. Um, but there was nobody in the in the crowd. There was no audience. It was, you know, God bless the announcers, for really trying to hype it up. And I guess it's cool that the players want to go along with it. But I just, I, I come away from it going, "Who is this for? Yeah, it's, what is the purpose? of It's this? also
2: weird too. You do a speed skating event, and the fastest skater in the NHL doesn't skate." Uh, from my understanding, I don't even believe Connor McDavid participated. Correct? No,
3: but he did participate in the uh, precision shooting. Who's who's the rookie phenom? Uh, Kale 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 McCarr
2: Kale McCarr. He not fell a rookie
3: anymore, but yes. down. I'm sorry, the last year rookie sensation. Yep. He fell down. He fell down. You skate for a living, yes. And he boofed it coming out of the second turn. I'm like, I th- this is ridiculous.
2: I think Pete Blackbird summed it up best. What, what do he you Honestly, they should just do. Um, NHL skills, but it's try to be better than Connor McDavid at literally anything.
3: Fair, and I still wouldn't watch it.
2: Y- you're probably I still right. If it, watch even it. if it was Connor McDavid versus the rest of the NHL, I don't know that I would still watch.
3: But then it got worse because I'm like, how many people? Eighty six thousand people on YouTube. I know that's not the end all be all. Who knows? No, maybe, maybe a lot of people sat down and watched. Eighty six thousand isn't. If eighty six thousand people were in this room night right now, you'd be like, "Wow, it's pretty cramped in here." Yeah, not great for an all star competition. Then you go to the NFL, who did it in front of less people, I think, uh, because they did it inside some field house practice facility. Um, I watched a little bit of the precision passing. Uh, Tyler Huntley, I think, put six balls into the parking lot and (laughs) still had a better score than Mac Jones did. But
1: first (laughs) up it's precision passing. This is serious business.
2: Serious business. This is serious yes. business. An all-star quarterback who, by the way, was a backup who didn't even play all that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy uh, was Derek Carr. Derek who Carr. Got, who literally got tossed off his team after 15 weeks.
3: It's like Dwayne Casey getting fired from the Raptors after he got coach of the year. You're an all-star, Derek and Carr. Come on down. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. it's uh, probably why I'm going somewhere else. Oh, God. <laughs> And then you have Trevor riveting, Lawrence. riveting things, Derek. Back to you, Lawrence. At least
2: Trevor Lawrence would be like, would actually be an all, like an all star alternate, right? Okay,
3: that and he, and
2: he made the playoffs and won like a playoff, playoff game. And
3: Kirk Cousins, I think, I, I don't, I honestly don't care who the other uh, NFC representatives were, but I'm like, okay, Kirk Cousins, I feel it's just like there every year because he's like, ah, what else am I going to do? And and then, he's not in the Super Bowl, and, and then sure. there was like a water balloon toss. Between linemen in front of again like a
2: hundred people, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. They played dodgeball. Like uh, they had a longest drive competition too. I didn't actually watch this, but I know Matt Judon competed. Did he do any good? It was I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Nobody knows. It was on tape delay, I guess. We're doing things in 2023 in tape delay. And I know it sounds like we're really hammering this, but I just, I don't understand. 617-779-7937. If you enjoyed this, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about it. I just want to understand. I want to know what your day is like. I want to know what's going on in your personal life. Do you need someone to talk to? I'm here for you. I don't (laughs) think we as sports fans should be subjected to this. I really don't. So I I want to pose the question because I just every year I go, why are we doing this? One all-star event. One all-star event. We can still play the games, even though I'm really out of principle, I don't watch the Pro Bowl. But we can only save one event across the board. Do you have one event that you okay this is what we're doing mm-hmm. going forward. 3 point competition. Oh, I do like the 3 derby. point. I do like
2: the 3 point in the NBA. I am That's you, fun. So we're save you're going to save the 3 point competition. I think I'm yes, I want I want NHL and uh, I want every sport to participate in a 3 point competition. So it, the, during your all-star break even non nba athletes okay, now we're getting are participating in three points now so we're i want to see i want to see if connor mcdavid is just so athletic he also just hits three after three i want to see uh, uh, uh trent brown just in threes from a corner like that's what i want to see at the all star game now
3: i like to see if trent brown or connor mcdavid could throw a ball from home plate over the center field wall ooh yes so we're taking all right okay. see
2: roger Goodell! Inter- Gary Bedford, do you understand how easy this is? Intersport All-Star Challenges. D- That's what we want. You're doing field
3: day with, with linemen. You're doing a sack race and an and, and egg balancing do on the spoon. Do you guys want sound
2: from Judon hitting a golf ball? Yes, I do. Christ. Like, like a duck needs one. Oh! oh my god. Wait, go. <laughs> I,
3: did, oh, my god. I did not, oh, not think far. it could be possible to hit one farther <laughs> right. But- is that Dan it
2: was Orlovsky commentating it, and he hit it about maybe 20 yards, but 150 yards he sliced it. <laughs> oh, nice. It was over the oh, mountains in the God. woods. <laughs> I need golf lessons in the off season. I'm feeling amazing. I, uh, as someone who has sliced the ball quite a bit in his life, I understand that completely. But 150 yards? Oh, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, what? Ryan. It's so, when you're really just so. yards, whatever. If you're not good at golf uh, and you really try and get after one. That club face opens up and that ball sails. He chunked it. Yeah. Oh, he chunked it. It was bad. Oh, duck Come on, Judon. See Judon. Three point
3: contest. I think that could be interesting. The one I'm saving, slap shot contest in the NHL. I, Ooh, I okay. I will sit through that. You know, we, I will sit and watch Shea Weber and Zdeno Jara go back and forth and see who can get over 110. Idea.
2: Something okay. they haven't done. Yep. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Uh, it's idea, in the rough again. Idea that yes. they haven't the rough done. Is being nice, Ryan. We <laughs> have a Mario Party tournament,
3: like Ooh. classic
2: N64. Okay, all these guys are playing Mario Party, and we see really who is the best athlete.
3: I would uh, Mario
2: Party, Mario
3: Kart. Even I would sell for some yeah, Mario you, Kart. You know, some old I would be in Mario Kart,
2: the Mario Olympics, Mario Party, Mario Kart, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. Get the mascots involved. Yeah, there's even. I'm pretty sure like a Mario and Sonic Olympic games. Like, we could really, really milk that. In 11 minutes of just
3: spitballing back and forth, I would say all the ideas that we've come up with in this time make more sense than a water balloon Who we'll them compete on Lineman. Chopped.
2: That's another idea. Okay, great. Even, be- like, I don't... I'd w- watch that. Right? right? Who wouldn't watch? Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe Tooney step into a, a kitchen... And with his, what, he's on the Bengals now, right? Or is it yeah. the Chiefs? Bengals, yeah. Uh,
3: no, Joe Tooney is on the Chiefs. Ted Karras plays for the That's Bengals.
2: That's it. Thank you. Uh, in, in his Chiefs jersey, step up to a basket. Ted Allen say, okay, open your baskets. And he just has this litany of different foods that he needs to prepare, uh, unbeknownst to him prior. And he's challenged by three other people. Like, that'd be great. One I'm ingredient,
3: it. and it is kale chips. 20 minutes on the clock to make something go. I Again, Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman. I'm not asking for, like, a lot Think of compensation, but a little bit.
2: Yeah, a little bit. We're trying. Just an acknowledgement. That's all I ask. I yell
3: because I'm passionate. <laughs> I get angry because I care. And I want to see everybody not have their time wasted, which I feel is, like, what you got if you chose to watch one of those over the Celtics. Although, quite frankly, you probably mm. had your time wasted if you watched the Celtics as well, Jason Tatum. Having a day. Not great night as you lose, to There was a guy playing last night, Ish Wainwright... Who has a very fascinating backstory? He played like college football. He was a tight really? end, I think. And uh, what was it's Mike like the Warren opposite
2: of the Antonio Gates story?
3: Well, you look at the guy. You're like, oh, I could see how he was a tight end. And I think he was on the practice squad for the Buffalo Bills, and then he never made the final cut.
2: Shout out Emerson Lozzi I had a great factoid. Ooh. Tom Brady when he retired uh, on Wednesday, which we will also get to in the oh, show at some point. Yeah. Uh he was the last player ever drafted by the Montreal Expos, Expos to retire from a major league sport.
3: That oh my goodness Chris. You the know what you you're know. right.
2: Right, the more you know. You're I wish right. You need, we need to get we need to get bun, a good set of the bun, more bun. you know. It's uh yeah it's we're trying to warm me
3: up with passion And facts about the Montreal Expo. Yeah, you know, we're just having fun It's really all we can do. It's just,
2: it's warmth, love, and fun here on the uh, producer show right here on Boston Sports Original, WEI. We will get to the Celtics coming up uh, next. Uh, We will also get to a bit of Tom Brady's retirement. It's now been since Wednesday, so a lot of people have kind of spouted off exactly how they feel about the whole thing. Uh, But me and Ryan will get you uh, our thoughts on it coming up here. Uh, 617-779-7937. If you want to join on the program, if you're in your car and you're getting out of your car to get back into your warm house, don't, don't forget, you can take us anywhere you go on the Odyssey app. You can download it anywhere you get your apps. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Just search W-E-E-I. You find us, you can listen to us, uh, and you can listen to every show on this station all day. And the Super Bowl. Super Bowl will be broadcasted right here on 93.7 FM and... On the, for free on the Odyssey app, so Super make sure bold. you download that.
3: Worth watching. Skills competition. Not so much. G- give it a hard pass. <laughs> if it pops up on your YouTube algorithm... Give it five minutes. Move on with your day. We're Find gonna get
2: something. to uh, Jason Tatum's rough night with the and the Celtics' loss to the Suns, one hundred six ninety four. But first, let's get caught up with trending.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s. It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. WEEI. We are right back to the WEEI Producers Show.
1: Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey.
2: WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. Chris Shine, Ryan Garvin with you on this very chilly, chilly Saturday morning. Uh, Ryan, last night the Boston Celtics oh. lost to the Suns. Real real
3: quick, do, what you said to me during the break. Do you remember what Rich you thing. said? Which <laughs> thing? I said Shine said goes, uh, wow, well, it was one, minus 107 from Mount Washington oh. last <laughs> night. And I go, oh, what sport do they play? And he just looks at me, he's like, what? I go... You said they were minus one hundred seven, Mount Washington. What sports is Mount Washington playing? A play?
0: real bad
2: night. I didn't realize he was talking about the temperature. Yeah, I was talking about the temperature uh, on Mount Washington. Uh, I think they had like know, a record-setting, uh, real field temp out with the winds and everything. It was minus one hundred seven on the mountain. Maybe. You meant
3: the place, not the Division
2: uh, <laughs> Three. <basketball.
3: laughs> if there is a Division
2: Three school <laughs> named Mount Washington, I'm sorry,
3: Mount man. Washington Icicles.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can't say that they are a hundred and seven <laughs> point favorite going into any game. Yeah. Um, but speaking of favorites that lose. Uh, the good old Boston Celtics last night were a 10-point favorite at home for the Phoenix Suns and lost 106-94. I'll blame Jermaine Wiggins because he was oh there, so he jinxed it. Uh, but, Ryan, what went wrong for the Celtics outside of the fact that, you know, maybe Jason Tatum didn't have his best night?
3: I Well, yeah, besides Jason Tatum not having his best night, I just think that for whatever reason the Celtics are starting to get into, uh, I think the our afternoon show had christened them the Winter Blods. Where they they just they come out and they seem so uninspired. Like it's you you look at the the spread for that game. You are like ten points. The Phoenix Suns, who I like on paper should be a contender, but they've just had a and they rash didn't have Devin Booker this year, and they did not have Devin Booker. Uh, you think that's going to be a layup of a game? It was anything but, and I feel. Like and again, you can always trace it back to a Golden State Warriors game where all of a sudden it's like the Celtics get so hyped to see the Warriors again, and whether regardless of outcome, it just seems like it takes them like you know, two weeks or at the most to recover to, to kind of get out of the headspace of where they were at because you know they they come from that Golden State game and then they they ended up stealing one in Toronto on a back to back they they lose both games in Florida. Uh, they lose to the Knicks in overtime and ended up beating the Lakers. They needed that overtime and a non-call against LeBron to take that to overtime. Um, and then they they smoke Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets, which I have some thoughts on later as well. Um, so I just I get really worried about this team when I see them go through this stretch. Is Marcus Smart a factor? Probably. I look, I am a Marcus Smart. There's such a divide on my show with Marcus Smart. It's really uncomfortable. It's like listening to Mega, and we haven't really got into the discussion yet. It's going to (laughs) happen. Mega Donnellini, noted Marcus Smart lover. Yes. Adam Jones, the Prince of Darkness. It feels like we're broadcasting from inside his heart right now. It is that cold. Does not like Marcus (laughs) Smart. No, that not. fight is going to happen. And then I don't know if you've ever been in the situation, LaPan, uh, Shine, where you've been over at your parents' house and they start fighting. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, so, wow, this is way worse than when my parents fight. Because I could just go to my room and play video games. <laughs> I just came out here for a popsicle, and you guys are screaming at each other about whose turn it is to power wash the driveway. This is really weird. That's what it's going to be like with those two.
2: Unfortunately, here you can't walk to your bedroom. No, you have, I gotta. Stay you have to sit the, there by the, in the glass
3: booth and just cross my fingers that everything's going to be okay. At you don't the have end. to hit the dump button. Um, so, look, Marcus Smart probably has something to do with that. I think it really like having him in just sort of makes life easier. I think the Celtics have a nice guard rotation right now. I've been very happy with Derek White. Sure, I love yeah, Malcolm absolutely. And how he's fit in with this team. Peyton Pritchard wants a bigger role on a championship team whatever. Fine. See you later, kid. Um, but I just – I I worry about the motivation of this team where all they said down the stretch of last year, off season this year, all we want is to go back to the finals, prove that we are as good as we think we are. Jason Tatum maybe back-channeling. Oh, I would also really like to get the MVP this year. Jalen Brown, I think, would love to make one of the all-NBA teams, which – I don't know is it a lock unless, you know, someone gets hurt. But I I look at this team and I go, I'm not going to put it on Joe Missoula because I don't think coaching matters in basketball. Okay, I'm not going to say that Joe Missoula needs to be the great motivator for this team. They're not a young team anymore. They're not a young team anymore. No, they've, they're they've, relatively
2: they've, experienced. They they they
3: have a, a wealth of experience playing professional basketball with this group as it is with your big three, because that's the picture that Paul Pierce put out and said, who's beating this starting five of me, KG, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. Okay, if that's the core three right now, with Al Horford, with Rob Williams, who all Rob Williams wants to talk about is how pissed he uh, and how hungry he is that he didn't have the opportunity. Fine. That's all I great lip too. service, guys. But you have to treat these games like they matter. If you don't want to deal with the crap that you had to deal with last year and not having to, the, the home court opportunities that you needed, win the, these games now. You yeah. can't get bored if you're so motivated it's on the players. I'm not going to sit and say that it's on Joe Mazula to keep these guys motivated when it should be Jason Tatum and it should be Jalen Brown going.
2: We got to wake the hell up. This they, is not. This is unacceptable. They feel like a very emotional roller coaster, right? Like it. Like you said, it's that Warriors game is this all time high, and then there's some peaks and valleys involved. And I bet they'll probably get up for that Philadelphia game later this week and they'll they'll show up and it'll be a battle and then they might dip again, mm-hmm. you know? It'll be another high followed by another dip and that's just kind of the way this team rides in the regular season and I don't know that that's good for a long playoff run and and you we've heard Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett talk about it. Um and Paul has outright said he's like, you know, these guys need to realize that you need to focus every single day. You need to treat these games; th- these games matter because the way you treat these regular season games and how you approach them and how you approach every practice, like it's not just going through the motions, will carry over into the playoffs. And you need to maintain that routine and that uh, that focus and that ability to continue to pushing forward, even you know, even if it is a bit boring one day. You need to make it not boring, and you uh, need to you need to surge through.
3: I think it's a, it's a good way to state it from you and from Paul Pierce that. I don't think it's necessarily like, okay, it's not a Phoenix Suns game. It's not a Charlotte Hornets game or a 76ers game, like that individual game. But you're right. It's a bigger picture mindset. And look, I was dead wrong about the Boston Bruins. I feel like I am going to be right on the money with the Boston Celtics. This is a championship team, and anything less is going to be a letdown. I thought they looked good last year after I Buried them for three quarters of the season and did not believe them. I believe in this group. I believe they can win a championship, despite the fact that I look at them and I'm, I'm like, just go out there and play. Just go out there and play. You guys make it look so easy, but for some reason, there are other nights where it's just they don't, they don't have it, and 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 they don't want to have it. Which early in the season, when it was still fresh, and this was like, hey, we're 20 games in. Um like th- there was an Oklahoma City game where they absolutely should have lost that game and they yeah. turn around and they won it. I give them a lot of credit for There's winning. There's
2: a couple of Bruins games like that this year too.
3: Well, I know the Bruins are the same way. The Bruins decide like, "Oh, well, you know, until we are down one Halfway goal, then the we are going period, to start it's like all right, let's turn it on." Um so I, it's it's frustrating. I don't think it's going to be the end all be all with this team, but I would really like to see them get over the winter blahs and you know trade deadline
2: in about a month i think yeah so you bring that up so you mentioned how you think this is a championship team you yeah. bring up the trade deadline uh the reports are from shams and everybody this week that kyrie irving wants to trade out of brooklyn <laughs> yeah if that is the case it's funny first of all but secondly if that is the case that then means that kevin durant who wanted a trade prior to the season out of brooklyn yep. now definitely wants to trade out because he He's not playing with Kyrie anymore, so what's the point of being in Brooklyn by himself? Right? Would you be interested in Kevin Durant? No,pe
3: not for a second.
2: Not even even though he's like a an MVP candidate. Yeah, when he's healthy, that's that's
3: fantastic. My man has had knee problems, Achilles problems, feet problems, toe problems, fungus problems, everything. His feet, his legs are a disaster. I don't want any part of it. I also think he is quite mentally fragile for whatever reason. He feels like he can be top dog, leader, 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 and he just ends up in bad situation after bad situation. Everybody around him, look, I don't know, maybe it's a Kyrie thing, maybe it's a Brooklyn Nets thing, but for some reason... Everybody seems to want to get off the team with Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving wants out. James Harden wants out. Ben Simmons doesn't want to show up. Has issues with the Golden State Warriors. Has issues with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Is he a talented player? 100%. This group, this Boston Celtics group, you've got a dynasty if you can maneuver right. If Jalen Brown stays healthy, Jason Tatum stays healthy. I like Marcus Smart. I like Rob Williams. I think Malcolm, Brob- Malcolm Brogdon. He tried to say it's a great has addition. Fit in seamlessly. I like what Brad Stevens and and everybody else in management has done for this team. I like the roster as it's constructed. There are some tweaks that I would like to see. Yeah, but I am not willing to kick Jalen Brown to the curb because I think Kevin Durant can get me a championship this year. I still think. Not only are they going to win a championship if they match up with the Nets again, it is going to be exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the a last ten pass. games. That's the thing I don't understand about the Nets lovers out there is oh, they're so great. Kevin Durant's amazing. Kyrie Irving would be so good. Yet the Boston Celtics just bitch slapped them
2: game after game after game. What do you see from Kevin Durant that makes you like him so Look, much? I prior to the season. Uh, for for consistency's sake, I'm pretty sure I was on the same side as Wiggy in that I would absolutely trade Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant prior uh-huh. to the season. Yep. Uh, we are now in the season. It's Yep, it's February. Kevin Durant is still awesome, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I would go trading things. And, and I think a lot of my reasoning prior to the season was that I didn't expect this team to surge this season – coming off of an NBA finals loss that the way they have, right? I think right. I felt like it was reasonable to assume that there would be some regression to the mean for which to me meant that they would kind of come back to earth a little bit. They wouldn't be as good as they were in the second half. Because if you think back to last season, the first half was kind of like five hundred basketball. It was mediocre. And then the second half of the season they didn't lose back to backs and they were kicking ass. Right. And so I thought it might go back towards more of that First half of the year, especially without Ime Udoka here, because I think there's some impact coaching. I agree with you. And ultimately, it's not that big of a deal. I, it but does I thought, not matter. I think there is some impact. So for me, prior to the season, I felt it made more it made more sense to trade for Kevin Durant than it does now, because now I look at this team and I think you trade a couple of I don't want to say irrelevant, but lesser players on your team for a depth piece, a draft pick for a depth piece. Get another big minute in here that you can kind of uh cycle through with Rob so that Rob is you, you can limit his minutes and hopefully try and keep him healthy for a playoff run because we know what kind of defensive impact it creates. And then you and then you really just Go forward. And and it's more of a depth piece added than, you know, shaking up this entire roster. I don't think shaking up the roster, the way they've played this season, makes any sense. No, I, I,
3: I Jason Tatum is probably a top two contender to win an MVP this year. Jalen Brown uh, is an all-star reserve and really has, like, good stretches where he looks like he could be an all-NBA player. Um, I, I have been a Jalen Brown guy since day one. There was absolutely a part of me that said this time last year that I would move on ship from Jason Tatum before I would ever consider moving on from Jalen Brown. That was wrong, obviously, but I think very highly of those two together. They're the best duo in basketball, and I want to continue to see them to be the best duo in basketball. Shyam, you said something interesting about Rob Williams, and I I get very worried. I'm getting, like... um. I'm almost getting like Rob Gronkowski vibes when I think about Time Lord Uh, in the sense that when he is on the floor, it's just you see different stuff that you generally don't see. He put a ball, I think it landed right next to one of Tyler Huntley's in in the parking lot last night. Like he is a (laughs) marvelous athlete. I love watching Rob Williams just do Rob Williams things. And I really think he is a game changer in the sense of what Rob Gronkowski was. But when I say Gronk vibes, I mean, oh, geez.
2: Health and availability. He came
3: down hard. He's grabbing his back. Oh, damn it. He went up for a rebound. He bumped into somebody. Grabbing his ankle. Jalen Brown fell into his knee. Like, I'm I'm at the point where I don't really need to see Rob Williams to until the postseason. And maybe even the second round. Obviously, that would never happen. But my wish, if it were up to me, I would put him in storage and say do not open until April of 2023.
2: Yeah, go get a big man that can fill in for now. You have have the pieces you have right now, but get a better, more established guy that can play most of the time leading up to the playoffs and then playoffs open – Break that glass, and here comes Robbie the time yeah.
3: Especially when you're in a position where, and again, Al Horford is also a very important part of this team. Sure, uh, I think on and off the court, I agree. Excuse me, but there, there's not a lot of opportunities where Rob Williams, excuse me, Al Horford, is able to play back to backs. And I get it; he's put in, he put in a lot of mileage last year. He's old. He's he's in basketball. He's bad. He's dead. He's 36 years old. <laughs> You know, thoughts and prayers, Al Horford, but your your days are probably... Actually, he's got a nice little contract extension. Point being, when he gets time off, he generally becomes the tone setter that first game back. Yep. Um, I think what he does is, is, is a versatile piece offensively and defensively, helps the team a lot. But he's not always available, so that leaves you with Grant Williams and Luke Cornett who are fine players, Grant Williams is a nice little role But they're player, not everyday players. But you don't want them out there eating up the majority of your minutes. So you I know. think if you're going to make a move, you're not going to leverage your future for Kevin Durant. You're not going to lose your mind and even inquire about Kyrie Irving, even though I would not be shocked, Shime, LaPan, I would not be shocked if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are lobbying behind the scenes to get Kyrie Irving back in the house. Oh, no. The love and admiration
2: oh, that they have absolutely for not. him. Like, at least but Kevin you Durant, you can convince, convince me, but, oh, God, no. You don't think? I don't, you absolutely You don't think not. they want their buddy back? Ab- there's no I think, way. Uh, no offense.
3: I think We're it's getting, a naive.
2: No, i uh, hell, not. Nah. It's naive
3: nah. to think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum would not have some interest.
2: So I think they would consider it but like if it was mentioned in a team setting Marcus Smart would probably stand up and be like hell no. And they'd go you be quiet. You be quiet. You're not putting up points like Ky-
3: this the- Kyrie Irving is a tremendous basketball player. When he is on the floor he is a difference maker. But When you just recap his baggage, like, there's some stuff that I'm like, oh, my God, that was this year. That was only a couple months ago. You understand, in four four seasons with the Brooklyn Nets, he's played 140 games. 140 games compared to 127 that he played for the Boston Celtics. The guy is a head case. But Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum love the guy.
2: Actually, Ryan, yes. uh, I wanted to point this out. We actually have audio. Uh, an intrepid reporter at this station, Courtney Cox, went and talked oh, to Marcus Marcus Smart okay. about uh, if he would want Kyrie Irving back. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nope, there you go. Oh. Nah. Nope. Marcus Smart out on Kyrie Irving.
3: Remember that picture frame in the bubble? <laughs> Thank you, Coco.
2: 617 <laughs> 779 I did my best Greg Hill bit for you there. You're welcome. Anybody... <clears throat>
3: Excuse me, I joked on my own spit. Anybody? Best is uh, best Shime impersonation there
2: too. <laughs> God, nah. man, I uh, I, uh, I mean, I'm struggling this morning. That's I mean, all right. It's yeah.
3: cold. Courtney never gets these reports wrong.
2: After no, all. absolutely not. Never. Uh, and Courtney's the best in the world. Love her.
3: will just I'll throw out. Yes, I I want some wing help. I want some big man alibi. Yes. I heard Nick Fryer bring up Nas Reed, which I think is an excellent name to look at if the Timberwolves okay. are willing to give him up. Mason Plumlee could be. That was the other name. I am I had not heard. interested whatsoever in Kelly Olynyk, but I would yeah, I be don't. interested in Kelly Oubre. Ooh, okay. He has Perfect. a hand injury right now. I think I don't know if he'd be on the shelf, but I mean, if you're willing to bring Danilo Gallinari back, who, by the way, I think Danilo Gallinari got hurt during a FIFA game, but I don't. Again, reports F- reports are, are mixed up. Oh, FIBA, FIBA. Oh, yes. okay. Another Courtney Cox. good. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I've heard. There's one report that, you know, there's a lot of reports coming out of the morning show. You guys, you know,
2: hard, no ear-to-the-ground journalism. You know, we're on top of everything, right? 617 779 if you want to get in on the Celtics conversation. Uh, let's go to the phones right now. Maria in Watertown wants to talk oh, about Maria. the NHL All-Star game, yes. uh, which we were talking about earlier in the show. Hi, Maria.
1: Hello, Shy. Hello, Garvin. Happy uh, Happy Saturday. Happy
2: Saturday, Just Maria. Just a
1: quick... Um, I- prefer to refer to um the prince of darkness as the sports vulture my only concern (laughs) is i just hope he doesn't drag mego to the dark side with him that's my only concern
3: no she's she's far too plucky to be dragged down into
2: something she doesn't want to be it's a good yin and yang balance I, i believe
1: that i believe that about her which was why i think that show is is good and is going to be really good well thank you um and On the All-Star Game, you know, I've been having trouble sleeping lately, and that was just the sedative I needed (laughs) to knock me out. Like, I really, really tried (laughs) to watch the events. And even the players, honestly, during some of the interviews, seemed uncomfortable about some of the events. And, you know, even not totally understanding how the events were supposed to be run, so, I, you know, while I like your idea of combining everything into one full-blown all-star game, how do you get the owners of these sports leagues? to figure out how to do that and share the money.
2: Oh, yeah, they never would. This This is all about. It's an absolute absolute pipe dream. Uh, Maria, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Stay warm on this cold Saturday. I would also
3: say, like, Maria noted hockey fanatic. Yes. Still can't get into the NHL All-Star game. NHL, pay attention. These are your people. They are not interested in the product that you're putting on.
2: I have done nothing but bet on the NHL and watch hockey games this year, and I had zero – Ryan. When I say zero, I mean 0.00 interest in watching that last mm. night. Not even whatsoever. 617-779-7937. If you want to get on with us, we can talk All-Star Game. We can talk Celtics. Ryan and I are going to give you our thoughts on the Tom Brady retirement Ooh, that he yes. announced on Wednesday. Coming up next. Quizzle on Twitter.
0: Now, we're right back to it. The WEEI Producers Show on WEEI.
1: And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app.
2: This is the Wedi Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original. We got you up until nine, so only a few minutes left um, before we talk Tom Brady. Ryan, I want yes. to get to Darren in Belmont, who wants to talk Celtics. Darren, what's going on, man?
4: Before I get to the Celtics, what's worse than watching NFL players play flag football? Can you name one thing? Oh uh, uh,
3: Jesus! I mean, nothing that that would be suitable for radio, but yeah, I know what you uh, mean, Darren.
4: To pay money, to watch that, it's time to get rid of all Pro Bowl games and just name the team, and let's move on and play the regular season. It's terrible. I'm into it. The the second thing is the Celtics are very frustrating. Watching Jason Tatum last night shoot for 3 for 15, play like he did, whine to the referees. It's getting old to me. I mean, he's a fantastic player, and I'm glad he's on our team. But when is his maturity going to take over and shut up, stop shooting the ball when he can't shoot it, and try to help this team win in other ways, also because it was pathetic last night watching this team. Yeah, so and I'm it's, so tidy. Yeah,
2: it's I'm hard, sorry. Darren. Because no, 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 you, you're right. Uh, it's hard because I understand your frustration with him shooting when he's off. But there are nights when he is the only one on, and it is it falls yeah. on his shoulders to carry the team as much as he can. So when he isn't shooting well, I think then mentality also sets in that he needs to keep shooting and shoot himself out of it.
4: Uh, that's a good point. Well, the second thing is, this goes another one. Graham Williams, to me, has taken a step back this year. And he's not a reliable wing scorer or forward scorer for them off the bench. And other than that, who do you have? They have to go out and they have to get a three or a four who can give them like 12 points off the bench. Gallinari was the guy. He's not coming back, so I wish he would stop talking that way. And they've got to go find a score off the bench from up front because otherwise they're not going to be able to sustain it and get through the playoffs without that.
2: Appreciate the call, Darren. Thanks so much. Yeah, I think he's right. I think you need more depth. You need a little bit more depth scoring, like you said already. A wing scorer and a big man. I, Ideally, I, the, the, the directions you want to go with this team right now.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't worry long term. I mean, that that was the worst shooting performance Jason Tatum has had all year long. Yeah, but, That was the exception. That was not the rule. But again,
2: he was lights out the other night against the Nets like it. You're going to have... It happens. There are 82 games. It happens. You cannot be amazing all 82. And as I said, there's nights where he has been awesome and the rest of the team has stunk. So in a night where he has struggled, you would hope that the rest of the team could pick him up. And Jalen Brown tried to, to his credit, tried to pick up the team, but there was just not enough help across the board.
3: So, yeah, like I said, I I am very intrigued. If the Minnesota Timberwolves are interested in giving up Nas Reed, who's on an expiring contract, I think he slides in here. Kelly Olenek doesn't do anything for me. I think it's just more of the same issues that you have with Grant Williams. And Kelly O'Bray Jr., for the Charlotte Hornets is also on an expiring contract, twelve just about twelve and a half million dollars. He had hand surgery, um, but he is expected to be back after the all star break. So I would take him for whatever that is, twenty 21, 22 games. And I think you, you saddle that up and, and you you get your rotation about seven, eight good guys, you're winning banner eighteen, no
2: question. All right. I like that. I like that confidence, Ryan. Thank so you. as of when that, when wow. I am it, three today's morning. Three, one. two, one. As of Wednesday, Wednesday, Tom Brady has officially retired for the second time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Exactly one year after his first retirement. Oh yeah. Claims this one is legit. This Says is this is, for is good. A, this is for good. I love you all, uh, Ryan. Yep. Do you buy that Tom Brady's retirement is in fact for good?
3: Nope. Not for not even a, a little
2: bit. Second, I don't believe okay. you, Tom Follow-up Brady. Question. Yes. Does he return soon, like by the end of March? Or is he not back until closer to the season when he can suss out if there's any quarterback injuries?
3: I think if he, when he does return, it will be probably more along the time frame of last year. It was 40 days, March 13th. 2022, Tom Brady said, I'm back, baby. And I think it's going to be more 40 days and 40 nights. Because, I mean, I'll I'll spin it to you. Do you believe that he is
2: retired for good? I believe that Tom Brady is done. Hmm. I, um,. Prior to the retirement announcement, I expected him to come back and play. I thought, oh, this guy's going to be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. It's kind of, like, it it just makes too much sense. The team is stacked. Nope. hes He just wants to get a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan wants a Super Bowl desperately. They bring him in. Purdy sits behind him. You trade Trey Lance out, get some draft capital back, uh, and, and you move on. However, I think Tom Brady would have, if, if San Fran was an option... Would have been playing and would be signing with San Fran. However, Tom Brady retiring to me indicates that San Fran has told him whether it's John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, or somebody else has told him or Don or his agent Don Yee's his agent, right? Right, Don Yee, that look, we're probably going to roll with Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. I'm sorry, we're not going to bring in Tom Brady. We want to put that money elsewhere.
3: Now, if you believe, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, okay. No. Um, if you believe what Jeff Tarlington says, and I, there is some inclination that I. Do because he is sort of a Tom Brady whisperer. He's for ESPN, very much
2: inside the Tom Brady
3: Inside can. the mind of Tom Brady. Um, Jeff Darlington had basically said, I'm paraphrasing, that the 49ers were never really in consideration. The Patriots was a hard fast, no chance. Um,. In the mind of Tom Brady, it was Tampa or nothing, which is a really weird way to limit yourself. Because I don't even think that team this year was really equipped for a, for a good. Well, and at the Super end of Bowl the season,
2: run. we were getting reports that players in that Tampa Bay locker room said, "Oh yeah, Brady's done with this team." Mm-hmm. And so, my inclination from other reports outside of Jeff Darlington was that Brady was was in fact exploring his options whether it was the Raiders, the 49ers, uh the Dolphins. He explored his options, saw that his options weren't exactly as good as he he would hope they were, and so he's like, "You know what? All right, I'm done. I'm calling it quits. We're out." I, I this is I'm
3: going to I'm going to uh try to predict the future a okay. little bit. Tom Brady obviously has a contract with Fox. Yes. Tom Brady will be seated seated there next to Terry Bradshaw and Jimmy Johnson. Will he be there? We'll, no, he his contract was to be in the booth, correct? Well, I don't think they're going to put him in oh, the, so they'll shift the Super him. Bowl. He's not going to be sitting up there with Oh, you with mean for the Super Bowl? Okay, so my, my apologies. This Super Bowl, two weeks from now. Yep. He will be sitting in there and Terry Bradshaw, the crazy, all the speculation that's going on. Hey, you, are you done for football for good? <laughs> Terry, that fake laugh that he does when he doesn't really want to answer the question. He'll sit there and he'll hem and he'll haw and... What My point is, he will be seated there, and it's still going to be a discussion, and he is not going to say
2: anything definitively that will point Ooh. that I am done for Friendly real. wager, then. I, I predict that. I, I would assume next at the Super Bowl, if he is on that Fox panel, and Terry or, or Howie or whoever says, Tom, are you really done? Come on. You, you can't, you can't tell me you don't, don't want to come on and, and Tom, Can you believe it? Tom will say, yeah, I'm done, guys. This is it. We're good.
3: I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think he's going to be back sooner than later. The man is tormented and loves to he loves football more destroy than anything. your favorite football teams. And, and I, I, you
2: will see him in 2020. And I love Tom Brady more than anything on the planet. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning to the WEI Producer Show. We will be back next Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Uh, Ken and Curtis up next here. Keep it locked right here on WEI for the rest of
0: the day. See ya. See ya.